0: sustainable living. For a lot of people out there, especially moms, it seems like a daunting task, one with so many options, paths, and facets that you end up overwhelmed instead of inspired. Motherhood's hard enough without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption in order to live a happier, simpler, more environmentally sustainable life. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Unrooted Mama podcast. Today I want to talk to you guys about starting out on a sustainable living journey. Head to my website, unrootedmama.com slash starter kit, And I created this free PDF for you guys that just gives a little bit of information about sustainability, has some questions that you can work through, and then has some action steps that you can take. So there are like a million different definitions on what sustainable living is. But in the context that I talk about it in this podcast and in the way I try to live, it just means to live in a way that minimizes your impact on the environment. This basically just means being cognizant of the environmental impact that your daily actions have. So you can make small shifts that'll create a more sustainable life overall. In the long run, these small shifts really do make a huge difference. So the first step of becoming more environmentally conscious is working on your mindset. Now, a lot of people might think that this is a little bit backwards. Because when you think about sustainable living, it's all do this, don't do that, do this, but don't do that. And it can really just be so overwhelming. And that's why I completely suggest starting with working on your mindset. I really think that if you get your mind in the right place, all of the action steps that come after will be so much easier because you won't be fighting against the grain. You'll really understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. So the first question that you need to ask yourself is, what daily habits do I have that create excess waste? Now, in our society, waste is just such a huge issue. I've lived overseas in Japan and Germany and Korea, and pretty much all of those places had amazing systems set in place for recycling. And in the States, they just kind of, I don't want to say drop the ball. But most places that I've lived in, in the United States, do not have regulations about recycling. They don't have good or easy systems set in place in order to make it easy to recycle. So I know that lowering your waste is just, I don't know, it's such a hard thing to do. You go to the store to buy like three things and you come home and end up throwing away like 17 different kinds of plastic packaging. But What I'm mostly talking about in this question are daily habits that you have that create not just waste, but like excess waste. So things that are kind of unnecessary and you're like, uh, I don't really need to use this and then throw it away, but I'm going to because it's just a habit. So for you, this may be things like makeup, removing wipes, paper towels, Lysol wipes, paper plates. Um, I know a lot of people that just use plastic utensils like the disposable ones because it's easier and it makes doing the dishes easier. So if you can identify things like that that you're like, "Oh yeah, I could definitely swap that out with something that's not disposable and something that I can just wash and reuse," then I feel like that is a big mindset hurdle. And even when you're well on your way to sustainable living, I th- I think that this is something that's important to continue to ask yourself what am I doing that is creating excess waste? Another question that I think is really important to get the mindset right before you dive into sustainable living is asking yourself, what are my shopping habits like? How often do you shop just to shop? Or how often do you make impulse purchases? I know that this is kind of a heavy topic for a lot of people just because Shopping can be very personal, and a lot of people kind of use it as a form of retail therapy. So, this is really something that if you're trying to live more sustainably, it's very important to ask yourself and just to be cognizant of your shopping patterns and your shopping habits. I'm not saying you have to never go to the store, never make your favorite trip to Target again. I'm just saying that it's very important to be informed and be mindful of what you are purchasing. I know for me, I used to go to the store and just make so many different impulse purchases. Like I would walk into TJ Maxx, I'd be like, I'm kind of bored with my house. And I would just fill the cart up with stuff. And two months later, I wouldn't like any of what I bought. Again, I know that this is a very personal topic for some, and so I'm not I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm not saying that you can never go shopping again. I'm just saying that if you're trying to live more sustainably, working on your shopping habits is very, very important, and working on your mindset when you go shopping is important. I don't want to talk too much about shopping habits today because I feel like it is a very good topic to do as a whole episode in that of itself. I don't want to ramble on too much about this, so I'm kind of just gonna cut this off there. But if you if shopping is something that you struggle with, reach out to me on Instagram at unrooted mama and tell me what your problem areas are when you go shopping, and I will address pretty much everybody's questions and concerns. About sustainable living and shopping in a whole nother episode. So, if you have anything that you want to ask me or anything that you would like me to hit on when it comes to shopping, just reach out to me and I will include it in a separate episode about shopping habits. So, the last question that I really want you to ask yourself today and really dive into and think about is what would living a more sustainable life look like for you and your family? Now, I really encourage you to actually sit with this and think about it because the answer will be vastly different for everybody. I know some people are like, oh, hell yeah, I would love to do complete zero waste. I would love to get rid of everything in my house and go 100% minimalist. And if that is you, I applaud you 100% and I hope that I can boost you on your journey. But for a lot of people, um, it just would look like doing the changes that are easy for you, making small changes in your life and still pretty much living close to the same day-to-day life but producing less waste maybe or actually taking your recycling items to a recycling center, Um, maybe reusing more items, maybe more sustainable living looks like building a garden in your backyard and letting your kids help with it. Maybe it means downsizing and decluttering your whole house to start living with less. Really, everybody will have a very different answer to this question, and that is totally okay, but if you are just starting out on your journey toward living a more intentional and environmentally friendly life, it's really good to sit and just visualize what you think it will look like when you're living that life. I am all about law of attraction and visualizing in order to manifest the life that you want. So to me, this is one of the most important areas of your mindset that you have to work on is visualizing what it would look like when you are finally living that sustainable life. And then every day, piece by piece, you can work to try to get to that point that you would love to be at for you and your family. So I think that is enough mindset questions that probably gave you guys a lot to think about. So the next topic that I want to talk about is sustainable swaps. This is probably my favorite part about sustainable living and starting out on your journey because um, for me at least it was so fun to go out and find these awesome products that people have created that are zero waste or at least lower waste and it felt so good to actually see the action being taken place by replacing these wasteful items with more eco-friendly options. So pretty much like with for everything that I've talked about today, um, you need to do this on a scale that works for you and your family. You don't have to go from zero to a hundred. You don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on Amazon right now in order to completely convert your kitchen to zero waste or lower waste. Start small and implement changes that seem easy to you and this will really help boost you on your journey to living more eco-friendly. So in this episode I'll give you guys my four favorite swaps that I use in my home every day and that I personally think are some of the easiest and cheapest swaps that you can implement in your home. So these are things that a lot of people that I know actually have in their home and that a lot of people have purchased, but they don't actually use them to their full potential. So it's not only about buying these items, it's about using them in a way that will actually lower your waste. So easy swap number one is... Something that I've actually talked about both in the intro episode and earlier in this episode, so it's probably not a surprise that it is my favorite, but this is washable paper towels. It seems counterproductive to call them paper towels because they are actually cloth, but you just throw them in the washer when you're done. So what I use is I just bought a bunch of flower sack towels from Walmart. It's like, $4 for I think a five pack and they're just these big cloth sheet pretty much and I cut them up into four pieces and then just toss them in a basket on my counter. I probably have 20 to 30 of them in rotation at any given time and what I do is I have my cleaning concentrate with water inside a glass bottle. And pretty much every time that I have to wipe something down or clean something up, I grab one of the reusable cloth towels and I will spray it with my spray cleaner and then wipe it up. And it is just as easy as using paper towels and I would personally say a more efficient way of cleaning up. Paper towels are convenient and easy, but it actually makes it easier because you don't have to worry about running out of paper towels and making sure that you add them to your shopping trip um, whenever you get your groceries and things like that. So for me, this is just as easy. I, what I personally do is after I use one, if it's like completely saturated or if it got messy, I have a basket for them in my laundry room, which is right off the side of my kitchen. So I just open up my laundry room door, toss it in the basket, and then usually I'll do a load of these or I'll throw them in with the towels or if I don't have anything like nasty or greasy on these, I just throw a few of them in every load that I do. That way as I'm folding laundry, I'm like, oh, here's five of our cloth towels. Let me go throw these in the basket in the kitchen. So not only is this easy and saves you money in the long run because you're not spending money on paper towels every month, but it is also super cheap and very easy to implement in your own home. I will say that I do have like one single roll of paper towels that I keep on hand, but I honestly haven't had to use one in months, so it's still sitting under the sink in my bathroom. I pretty much have it just in case there are any like, really, really gross messes that we don't want to mess up one of our cloth towels. So if the dog has a mess or if there's a really big mess from one of the kids that we just don't want to have to deal with, then I will grab one of the disposable paper towels and use it for that. But like I said, this is kind of just a precaution and our roll, like our single roll of disposable paper towels has been sitting under the sink for months. I literally do not remember the last time that I had to use them because we just use our cloth towels for everything now. So the next thing that I want to talk about that's a really easy swap um, is something that most people already have in their homes, but for some reason just don't use them to the full extent of their potential. And this is reusable grocery bags. So like I said, most of my friends, most people that I know have so many of these because it's so easy to like walk into Target, walk into TJ Maxx and you're like, oh my gosh, like look at this cute floral or you know, has a funny saying on it or whatever. So people will grab these but then leave them at home or forget them in their car when they actually go shopping. So the most important thing with reusable grocery bags is making sure that it's convenient enough for you to actually bring into stores with you. So my personal favorite are they have the little ones that um, they're very thin material and they have a zipper pouch. So whenever you're not using it, you can pretty much just smush it in and it collapses in itself and turns into this tiny little pouch that's super easy to throw in your diaper bag, throw in your purse. And that's what I do. If I am going just running into Target for a couple items, I'll just take one of these tiny bags, stick it in my purse with my wallet. And then it's, there's no excuse. It's right there. When I open my wallet um, and I go to pay, I'm like, oh, here's my reusable bag. Let me throw the items in here. So this just makes it really, really easy. Um, another option that you could have is buying, like if you go to the grocery store and you're like, crap, I forgot my 1,700 reusable bags, a really good option is to keep a couple really big bags in your car. And you can just stick these like wherever you put your diaper bag or where you set your purse. That way when you get out of your car to go grocery shopping, it's right there and you see it. That way you actually remember to grab them and bring them in the store with you. Another part of reusable grocery bags that I really love to implement is the mesh grocery bags that you can bring in and use for produce. So I personally hate every time I go to the grocery store and... I feel, um, I guess, obligated to, oh, look, I'm getting one cucumber. Now you have to throw it in one of their giant plastic bags. So what I do is I have three or four of these mesh bags. And every time that I buy produce, I pull them out of my purse and I just pop the produce in there. And the mesh bags are very, very light. So when you go to weigh your produce in the end, it doesn't add Virtually any cost to what you're buying because these things weigh pretty much nothing So if you're someone that uses reusable grocery bags already and you kind of want to shop even more Sustainably and use less plastic on your weekly grocery trips I highly encourage you to buy these you can pretty much find them anywhere if you just google mesh produce bags tons will pop up on Amazon and they sell them at places like Target. So this is another really, really good way to shop more sustainably. That way you're not using all this single-use plastic because you want to eat healthy and buy produce at the store. So another swap that I've implemented that really isn't that much harder than using the disposable version are makeup removing cloths. So instead of the disposable makeup removing cloths, I just get really soft washcloths. What I'm actually using right now are the baby washcloths and I also took a receiving blanket that I had for my daughter and I cut it up into small little sections and that's what I use to remove my eye makeup and then wash my face at the end of the day. There are also really good low-use cleaners that you can use, like if you need something a little bit heavier duty than just water and soap to remove your makeup. Um, I know a lot of people use coconut oil or have a favorite, like, oil-based cleaner to get off makeup at the end of the day. Every time that I would buy the disposable wipes, most of the time, like, the eye makeup ones would actually come in a hard plastic case. um, And the big wipes would always come in plastic packaging, and it would only have, like, 20 wipes. So if you wash your face every day, you have to buy multiple of these. Every month and all of that plastic and the wipes that you're throwing away daily really do add up Like I said, my message is all about making the small changes because in the end the small things really do add up So if you do use makeup wipes and you think that it would be possible for you to try a washable reusable version just using a cloth version of this with a makeup remover then I highly encourage you to try this because like I said, it's another one of those things that um, a lot of people just normalize, I guess, using makeup wipes. And I'm not saying that you're horrible if you use makeup wipes or if you love them and you don't plan on trying cloth, but it really is not hard to go out and find a good cloth version that is a little bit more eco-friendly. So the last swap that I wanna talk about today is another one of those where a lot of people that I know have these but they don't use them to their full potential like with the grocery bags. So this is reusable straws. Um a lot of people that I know have these in their house because they're just so much easier and more convenient to use than the plastic straws that you throw away, but a lot of people don't use these outside of the home. And it's don't get me wrong, it's super awesome if you do use these in place of plastic straws in your house, that is a really good step to take. But if you are already using these metal or silicone straws in your home, I highly encourage you to actually start taking them places with you. So if you have your few times a week trip to Starbucks, or you go out to restaurants, or you go get fast food, you can just say, hey, please, no plastic straw. I have my own. And they'll just leave the straw out, and then you can use your own. Now, if you're someone who doesn't have these kind of straws yet, you can literally grab them anywhere. They have them at Walmart. They have them at Target. They have them at TJ Maxx, Amazon. Like these reusable straws are just so normalized now that if you don't have them, it should only take you like two seconds on your next grocery trip to grab them wherever you're buying your groceries. And they have a lot of different kinds. Um, so if you try one of them and you're like, wow, I absolutely hate these. I encourage you to just try a different kind. Um, I got ones that were just straight metal, and I absolutely hated the way that the metal felt against my teeth, especially when I was drinking something cold, but I also didn't like how, I guess, flexible the completely silicone ones were. Um, So my favorite, personally, I always buy the ones that have mostly metal, and then at the top, there is a silicone piece that is removable that sticks on. This way, you have the metal straw, which I know a lot of people are iffy about plastics and stuff, so the stainless steel and metal is a great alternative. But you also have that silicone headpiece that's a lot more, I guess, comfortable or pleasant to actually use. So personally, those have been my favorite ones, and they're super cheap. I think the last package that I got was maybe $4 at TJ Maxx for a five-pack. So these are another really great, cheap, affordable option that will help lower your single-use plastic. And I know a lot of these manufacturers, especially options that I've seen on Amazon, actually come with a little cloth pouch that you can use to throw them in your purse or your diaper bag or in your car to make it a lot easier to take them out and about. So if you're someone that um, goes out to eat a lot or gets a lot of fast food and you want an easy option to keep in your purse or in your car, Just look on Amazon for reusable straws and a ton of options come up that come with a travel pouch. So that about wraps it up for the sustainable swaps or at least the top four that I have implemented into my home that I think are cheap and easy and that anybody could use in their own home too. Um, I'm so proud of you for taking this first step and for trying to live a more eco-friendly life. If you need more help on your journey, Keep tuning into my podcast and go to my website at unrootedmama.com slash starter kit to get a sustainability starter kit, which is pretty much everything that I talked about in this episode, just in the written PDF format. And I gave some like visuals of the product examples as well. Also, if you are starting on your journey toward more sustainable living, connect with me on Instagram at Unrooted Mama, And I would absolutely love to hear about how your progress is going or any questions that you have when it comes to living more eco-friendly. I would love to hear you guys and get in touch. Um, and if you guys have anything that you want me to cover in future episodes or any topics that you'd like me to hit on, like I said, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I love getting DMs from you guys, and I would be so happy to connect with you. Thank you guys so much again for tuning into this week's episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. Now that I have officially launched, I plan on getting into regular content every Tuesday. So keep an eye out on Tuesdays, Spotify or Buzzsprout or wherever you listen. Every Tuesday, I should be coming out with a new podcast episode. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that this episode provided some kind of guidance and inspiration for you to start living a more sustainable life.